0: What's up, world? It's Will dropping the debut track. Got the homies Kobe and Brian coming from Phoenix, repping the slopes. Listen, positivity is key. It's real simple. This is that new love anthem. Because at the end of the day, what else really matters? see everyone soaring up above we got nothing but love so let's share some instead of everybody being so scared of you and me oh him and her let's get outside get it right and get united like we're supposed to be in the community i'm here for you here for me almost like we family nothing better than that Ayy, animator was the educator now i'm passing it on feeling nothing but love all the hatred gone just like the fog yeah it's gone, hey. Nothing more.
1: And understanding, find a standing underneath the stars, eradicate the saddest things, all the nasty ways on Saturday. Like, what you praying for when you're feeling down? Like, what you praying for when your thoughts are loud, and what you saying for when your mental game? Hey, hey, one, but don't feel alone, this could happen too. Anyone? Tell me what your heart beats for. Like having long conversations with the ones you love. Chilling in the station on the way to up above. I can't get enough of this love, love. Everybody go. Nothing but nothing. full, brings joy to the sorrowful, brings hope to the hopeless, life to the lifeless, the message that we got, don't need a watch, timeless, let your soul take off, we the pilots, rep the southwest, but we're flying united, so just vibe with this, get hyped to this, destination, flight to bliss, love, lights up the cold heart, so warm it up, shine your lamps like you're brilliant, stars of one heaven, waves of one sea, leaves of one branch, fruits of one tree, timeless, written on your sweetheart by the creator like be mine we're all children of god so give your brother a
0: hug what's left
1: People killing, people dying, children hurting, I hear them crying, can you practice what you preaching, would you turn the other cheek again, mama, 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 tell us, what the hell is going on, can't we all just get along? Father, 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 help us. Sense some guidance from above. Because people got me, got me questioning. Where's the love? Yeah. What's going on with the world, mama? Where's the love? Yeah. People living like they ain't got no mama. Where's the love? I think they're all distracted by the drama and attracted to the trauma, mama. Where's the they think they don't understand the concept or the meaning of karma. Where's the love? Overseas, yeah, they're trying to stop terrorism. Where's the love? Over here, on the streets, the police shoot the people, put the bullets in them. Where's the love? But if you only got love for your own race. Where's the love? Then you're gonna leave space for others to discriminate. Where's the love? And to discriminate, only generate hate. And when you hate, then you're bound to get irate. Man, this is what you demonstrate. And that's exactly how hate works and operates. Man, we gotta set it straight. Take control of your mind, just meditate. And let your soul just gravitate to the love so the whole world celebrates it. People killing, people dying. Children hurt, and I hear them crying. You're Would you turn me oh, other cheek again? Mama, 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 tell us what the hell is going on. Can't we all just get along? Father, 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 help us. Say God guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me questioning. Where's the love? Just ain't the same, always the change Where's the love? New days are strange, is the world insane? Where's the love? Nation dropping bombs, killing our little ones Where's the love? I'm going suffering as the youth die young Where's the love when a child gets murdered Or a cop gets knocked down Black lives not now, everybody matter to me all racist, you don't like what I'm saying? Hater tall all cases. Everybody hates somebody, yes, we all racist. Black eyed peas do a song about love, and y'all hate this. All these protests with different color faces. We was all born with a heart, why we gotta chase it? And every time I look around, every time I look up, every time I look down, no one's on the common ground. The love? And if you never speak truth, then you never know a love sounds. If you never know love then you never know God Where's wow. the love? Where's the love, y'all? I don't, I don't know Where's the truth, y'all? I don't know People killing, people dying Children hurting, you hear them crying Could you practice what you preach? Would you turn the other cheek?
2: Father, 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 help us And some guidance from
3: above Cause people got me, got me questioning Where's the
1: love? Where's the love? Love is the key. Where's the
3: love? Love is the answer. Where's the love? Love is the solution.
1: Where's the love? Where's the love? They don't want us to love. love? Love is powerful. Where's the love? Where's the love? My mama asked me why I never vote. Cause policemen. Looking like a joke. a joke And the weed man still selling dope oh, Somebody gotta get these oh, niggas hope. hope All he ever wanted was a smoke oh, God. Said he can't breathe with his hands in the air When on the ground died from a choke Where's the love? feel the weight of the world on my shoulder as i'm getting older Y'all, people get colder most of us only care about money making selfishness got us following the wrong direction wrong information always shown by the media negative images is just make arteria infecting the young minds faster than bacteria kids want to act like what they see in the cinemas what happened to the love and the values of humanity to the love and the furnace and the quality. Where's the love? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Where's the love? Lack of understanding leading us away from unity. Where's the love?
4: Good morning. morning. My name is Melissa Afulter and my pronouns are she and her. I am a member of your Board of Trustees, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to worship with us at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia, or UUCC. As we begin, we honor the Piscataway people and their ancestors. It is upon their land that we in Columbia reside. We are served by the Reverend Paige Getty, minister, as well as a talented and dedicated team of religious educators musicians, and other professional staff. Much appreciation goes out to the many lay leaders and volunteers whose incredible efforts and dedication help keep us connected. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whomever you love, and whatever your faith tradition, you are welcome here. We particularly welcome any guests joining worship this morning. WE ENCOURAGE YOU TO FILL OUT THE VISITORS FORM IN THE LOBBY OR ONLINE AND CONNECT WITH OTHERS IN THE VIRTUAL OR IN-PERSON SOCIAL HOUR AFTER THE SERVICE SO THAT WE MAY MEET AND WELCOME YOU. AND FINALLY FOR THOSE ATTENDING WORSHIP IN THE OWEN BROWN INTERFAITH CENTER, uh, WE'D LIKE YOU TO TAKE A MOMENT TO PLEASE SILENCE YOUR CELL PHONES AND OTHER ELECTRONIC DEVICES. And WE HAVE SEVERAL ANNOUNCEMENTS TODAY. Newcomers are invited to join UUCC member Kathy Parker and staff member Sarah Davidson in room 170 at 1130 a.m. after worship for today's newcomer class on UU history. Please stop by during coffee hour. Stop by the values, mission, and ends table after service to sign up to participate in a small group facilitated conversation. We are crafting the vision of who we want UUCC to be, and how we want to be, how we want to live our values out in the world. It's incredibly important, and to do this, we need to hear from everyone. We need your voice. Conversations begin today, and there are still several spots available in today's 1.30 to 4 session and tomorrow's 6.30 to 9 session and the conversations continue through March 2nd. We hope to see you at 4 p.m. today for our monthly Black Lives Matter vigil in Columbia. Join us to give public witness to the problem of anti-black racism in our neighborhood, nation, and world. Bring your own signs if you have them. February is one of the toughest months for birds to survive, but you can help. Join the UUCC flock to be assigned a weekend to fill our bird feeders. We are in good supply of seed and just need a few folks to help fill the feeders. If you're interested, please contact UUCC member Jim Alvey. Come and visit your friends of Season Souls this Thursday from 12 to 1 for a BYO lunch and informal conversation in Sanctuary A with other congregants and staff. All are welcome. Are you interested in traveling to Boston for three nights this April as a multi-generational UUCC pilgrimage? We are planning a new version of the traditional quest trip for our high school youth, and we invite adults interested in exploring their UU faith through travel to join us. UUCC member Lisa Marini will host information sessions on Zoom this Thursday at 7 and this Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Come hear what we have planned so far. On Saturday, February 25th at 2 p.m., UUCC will partner with Rise Against Hunger for our annual meal packaging. Volunteers like you will help to package meals that will go to needy communities and school feeding programs around the world. Contact UUCC member Mariam Kambadi to sign up by February 18th deadline. And for our last announcement, I will turn it over to Director of Music Ministry, Mike Ladcock.
5: Good morning, everyone. The Chalice Concert Series, I'd like to invite you to a very special concert this coming Saturday, February 18th at 7 p.m., when we host a wonderful new viola duo by the name of Taya Rouge, meaning the red, gold, and Farsi in French. This a dynamic young duo compo- compo- cries, sorry, of Lawrence Balding and Arya Cheragosha, which was formed at the Juilliard School in 2020. Recent prize winners in the Anton Rubinstein Chamber Music Competition and recently named NOLA Chamberfest Emergent Artist of the Year, Taya Rouge brings unique, mostly 20th, 21st century duo literature to their listeners, highlighting their fiery Persian and Cajun heritages and challenging their audience's perceptions of the viola by breathing new life into music for their underrepresented instrument and championing new works for their duo. Long sentence. Cue the viola jokes, but really not. Pro viola, power to the violists. This promises to be a unique event that you won't want to miss. Tickets are $25 and available at the door or online at the UUCC website under the music concerts page. It will be a wonderful event to bring your children and youth to, and as always, children under 15 are admitted free with the paying adults. I hope to see you there. Thank you.
6: Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian. Good morning. Good morning, all of you who are here with us remotely this morning. My name is Paige Getty. I use the pronouns she, her, and hers, and it is my great privilege and my joy to serve as minister of this congregation and to welcome all of you here this morning. Um, Those of you who would like to follow along in an order of service on your own mobile device, please use the QR code that you're gonna see on the screen or the URL that's in the Zoom chat If you're in the sanctuary and need a hearing assistance device please introduce yourself to the people in the tech booth at the back of the room and they'll provide a sound uh, sound assist for you and as is our custom in our service today we will honor members of our community's personal joys and sorrows later in the service so if you have something that you would like one of us to voice on your behalf please send it by email to joysandsorrows at uucolumbia.net or write it in the book that's at the back of the sanctuary. All this month in our worship services, we're exploring the theme of love. Last week, we considered mature romantic love. We're going to talk about love at the center of our religious community next, next week, love through kindness and caring at the end of the month. And today, Love in public. Love as the embodiment of faith through action in the world. Love as sacrifice and witness and collaboration with those who live on the margins. Love as an honest exploration of what it means to have power and to use that power to serve needs beyond one's own. Love as compassion and generosity and justice. For justice, as Dr. Cornell West has said, is what love looks like in public. And love means stretching ourselves a little bit beyond our comfort, beyond our own experience, to expand our worldview and deepen our understanding. So today, through mine and Colette's voices, you're going to hear from poet Zahara Heckscher, who's the child of an immigrant and a refugee, from Reverend Otis Moss III, a black Christian pastor, from the poet Pat Parker, the late poet Pat Parker, who was an African-American, a lesbian feminist, a poet and a performer, from Sikh American, Valerie Kaur, and many more. I hope that today we will be challenged, comforted, and that we may forever be a loving, courageous, justice-making community. Thank you to all who are participating today and especially to Colette Gelwicks, who's serving as worship associate this morning. Thank you, Colette. Michael and Brian offering music, our tech team and all the hospitality team. Thank you. Let's now take a centering, grounding breath together. And as I ring the bell, I invite you to bring yourself fully into this worship space and this worship experience in mind, in body and in spirit.
7: Good morning, everyone. My name is Colette Gelwicks. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm honored to be your worship associate this morning. It is time for us to light the chalice. Could I please ask Delilah and Helena to come up and help? Thank you both. And as they light the chalice, um, I'm going to be reading the poem. This is a love song by Zahara Heckscher. This is a love song to the invisible waves that travel through the air, finding the antenna of the small drum that passes messages to the nerves inside. This is a love song to the one who knows that wisdom is in the way we ask questions, and who wields questions like a sword beaten into a plow, planting seeds that will grow into millet, and mangoes, and magnolias, sustaining Earth and her children, generations of grains and flowers. This is a love song. This is a love song to those who answer. This is a love song to all the hands we do not see drumming invisible waves of sound. This is a love song to the knowledge that invisible things can be as real as a rock. This we know because hate is as real as lead Love is as real as blood. Radio waves are as real as thousands of people marching for justice, nerves demanding action of limbs fueled by the sound of the drumbeat inside. And now, I invite you all to stand as you're willing and able to join me in speaking our congregational covenant. Strengthened by our common humanity, and inspired by our seven principles, we promise to be a safe and welcoming community, to nurture each other's hearts and spirits, to delight in the beauty of our diversity, to struggle together on our spiritual journeys, and to challenge each other to live our values. Thus, we pledge our time and vigor to the continuing celebration of spirit of the world and of humankind. And now, before you all sit, please remain standing and take a moment to greet each other, including those that are online. Good
8: morning.
7: Hello. Good
3: morning. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Hello, Allison.
2: Hi, Kathy John. Hi, John. Hi. Hello, Hi, Diane. Ian. Hi, Anne. Hi, Flo. Hi, Hey, Hi, Hello Flo. Jen.
8: Bye, Jillian.
3: Hi Julian. Hi Julian. Albert. Hey, Jay. Hello Jillian. I'm Jillian. I'm Jillian. I'm Good to see you, Miss Julian. Hello. you, Hi Hi Tina. <laughs> Hi Tina. <there's laughs> <Hello, Jillian. laughs>
9: of the Spirit. Faith, hope, and love abide. And so every soul is blessed and made whole. The truth in our hearts is our guide. We are standing on the side of love. Hands joined together, as hearts beat as one. Emboldened by faith, we dare to proclaim, we are standing on the side of love. Sometimes we build a barrier to keep love tightly bound, corrupted by fear. Unwilling to hear, denying the truth that we found. We are answering the call of love. Hands joined together as hearts beat as one. Emboldened by faith, we dare to proclaim. We are answering the call of love. A bright new day is dawning, when love will not divide. Reflections of grace in every embrace, fulfilling the vision divine, we are answering the call of love hands joined together as hearts beat as one emboldened by faith we dare to proclaim we are answering the call of love we are answering the call of love
10: My name is Kelly Daniker, my pronouns are she and hers, and it is my joy to serve as the Religious Education Assistant at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. I'm gonna invite the kids to come on down. I need you to come make a little noise with me this morning, so I need a little help, woo. You guys can never see, don't be scared. (laughs) Come on down. So many of you may be familiar with a quote Uh, by author and activist, Bell Hooks, who said, there can be no love without justice. There's a little more to this quote. In her book, All About Love, Bell Hooks said, there can be no love without justice. Abuse and neglect negate love. Care and affirmation, the opposite of abuse and humiliation, are the foundation of love. It is a testimony to the failure of a loving practice that abuse is happening in the first place. Everything that is a practice requires practice. What does it mean to practice? Have you ever practiced anything? What does it mean to practice something? It means like uh, you don't know how to do something and then you, you try it again and again, but then you get back. So if you don't know how to do something, you try again and again, until you get better. That's a phenomenal, phenomenal definition. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so did you get a boo boo? And so that's something you have to practice, right? Yeah. Oh, it's on the other foot. So if you have a big book and you're quite small, right? It takes a bit of practice. Yes. Oh, I see that. Oh my goodness. We're all sending our healing wishes to that toe, I tell you. Anyone else have any ideas about practice? What do you think, Helena? Um, if you want to get better at
3: something, mm-hmm. you have to-
10: right? Keep trying. You have to keep doing it over and over. Everything requires practice, maybe and maybe especially love. And when it comes to loving each other boldly in public, loving boldly in the face of injustice, love cannot sit quietly. Sometimes love should make a little noise. So I'm gonna ask you guys to come stand over here for me and face, because come stand right over here with me. And I'm gonna give you, come and you can stand and face right out there, show them. And I'm gonna give you each a little bag of love. Come on over here, sweetie. Do you wanna go to, with everybody? Come on over here. Now some of these bags are very quiet. <gasps> but some of them make noise. We're gonna have them guess where the noise is. So when you get your bag, I want you to hold it as quietly as you can. There you go, you hold that. Quietly, quietly, quietly hold your bag. Quietly, can you hold a bag? Quietly, quietly, quietly. And here's one for you. All right, so the first thing we're gonna do with our bags is, we're gonna walk forward three steps, ready? We're gonna walk forward. Listen for the noise. Let's walk back three steps. Oh, we didn't hear a lot of noise, huh? What about if we were marching? Would we hear noise then? Oh, I heard. <laughs> All right? Now, how about this one? What if you hop on one leg? Where's the noise, right? What about if you take one jump in the air? (laughs) One more. What if you shake everything? Can anybody out there, who has the noise? Can anybody tell? What do you, who has noise? Who has, do you wanna show your noise? You have, oh, hers has, who else has noise? Keep your eyes and ears open for love, and where there is no love, love boldly. Where there is injustice, march. Hop on one foot, jump up and down, make some noise, ring the bell. As bell Hook said, love is an act of will, both an intention and an action. Please join me in singing our children to class. Do you want to put your bags in here? Do you want to put your bag? Okay, you can keep it.
9: Wisdom, go in wonder, go to meet a brand new day. Learn to see the light within you as we send you
7: Today is the second Sunday of the month, and it's customary for us to donate this offering to a nonprofit or group that does excellent work in our community and our world. This Sunday, we'll be hearing from Matthew Vaughn Smith about the work the Anti-Racist Education Alliance does. Welcome, Matthew.
11: So we've been on virtual learning for a little bit. All right. (laughs) I'm going to look there there. at the camera. And I'm going to say good morning to all of you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my name, um, I want to first start with a quote, though. Justice is what love, love looks like in public. And my name he, him, his pronouns, and I am the president and founder of the Anti Racist Education Alliance, Incorporated. It has been our goal to put love in action even before our inception. I want to thank you all, and I want to thank Reverend Paige Getty. We go way back (laughs) for inviting me today to speak a little bit about how we put love into action. The Anti-Racist Education Alliance was founded about two years ago. We're we're coming on our third birthday. Um, We are a 501 nonprofit whose goal is to dismantle white supremacy in our public school classrooms through service, through advocacy, and through building relationships. And we do that in four ways. The first way that we do that is by centering the voices of students and community. We have been working hard with with children in the community who have been leading revolutions from before revolutions became a thing. Uh, We've been working with community members to make sure that we uh, defund police in our schools, for example, is a police-free school campaign that we spearheaded and have been leading now for two years. Um, We had some victories with that, um, and we had some setbacks, but um, we're pleased to announce that police police presence is no longer in our middle schools. that they're no longer roving around our streets and popping up in elementary school classrooms and yelling into bathrooms. I I have to first start by saying that I am an educator of 15 years. I currently serve as an administrator in Montgomery County. But prior to that, I was was a, a reading specialist and classroom teacher here in Howard County for 12 years. And so one of the things that spurred me to action was actually seeing police show up. And I was was given the honor of walking a police officer through the hallways um, because my administrators were like, Matthew, you go do it. And um, there were two second graders who were making noise in the bathroom. Someone say, kids were making noise. And um, the police officer decided to bang on the door and say, stop all that foolishness. I kindly said to the police officer, This is a school. These are children. I will handle that. Your job is to walk the perimeter and just make sure that we don't have any, you know, dangerous things. So, um, it's stories like that in the community that spurs on anti-racist. So, centering students and community. The second pillar is making sure that educators of color have space to exercise their power and exercise their voice. Before uh, when we, we we partnered with uh, UUCC uh, years ago at our first Black Lives Matter at School Week of Action, um, where we, put, we as a group of educators of color petitioned the Board of Education to make it a thing. It was a hard ups, uphill battle, but I am pleased to announce that we just celebrated our fifth year um, with having it here in Howard County. Um, and so uh, we continue that work of making sure that our educators of colors are heard um, that they um, in a county that and in a profession that is 85 percent white, um, that they have a voice and that they're able to advocate for our brown uh, our black, brown and uh, students of color. Our third way of um, of advocating and make, putting love into action is by making sure that we have restorative justice, and we have restorative cultures and we're advocating for that. Um, We do that through participating in community circles. Some of you might have been a part of community circles in the past. um, We do that by, again, making sure that we are advocating to the board to make this a real thing, right? Because that is how we are going to disrupt the school to prison pipeline by making sure that we're building relationships with kids first. And the final way that we uh, the final pillar is by decolonizing curriculum. And we do that in two ways, right? We advocate at the county level and at the state level to make sure that our curriculum has mirrors, windows, sliding doors, um, so that our students, black, brown, LGBTQIA+, get to see themselves in the curriculum that's taught. They get to see their stories in that curriculum. But then the second part of that is making sure that our educators are equipped to teach that curriculum because we do not want them to do more harm than good. And so uh, we do that by providing professional learning to our educators, and then again, by advocating for that curriculum. So that is the Anti-Racist Education Alliance Incorporated. Again, we just had our Black Lives Matter at school week of action. This past week, UUCC was uh, 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 kind enough in a pinch to allow us to use the space for our restorative justice night. And so I wanna thank you all for that. Um, and we also, we kicked it off on su- this past Sunday by centering hashtag black Joy. Uh, we rented out the supreme sports club it was gifted to us and we were able to have laser tag and video gaming and basketball for the kids to enjoy Um, and then we closed out our um, week of action with a state of the black um, howard county red table talk that happened at miller branch library and then on friday we had people support black businesses by going to the third if you want more information about the Anti-Racist Education Alliance and how you can get connected, um, I have um, flyers here, and I also have commitment cards. Thank you all for your time.
7: Thank you so much, Matthew, for coming to UUCC today and for the absolutely critical work that you and your organization do. Uh, we are going to listen to some more beautiful music from Brian and Michael, and while we do that, I invite you to be generous with your contributions. Um, there will be some instructions that come up on the screen, um, but you can also text Chalice to seven three two five six, or drop any cash or checks in the basket in the back of the sanctuary. Thank you so much. both. That was beautiful. This reading is from Link Love and Justice from the book Dancing in the Darkness by Otis Moss III, specifically from chapter one. Part of the difficulty is this strange four-letter word, love. We are unable to combine love and justice because we have forgotten what love means. Like so much in our despiritualized society, we have forgotten love's spiritual foundation. When we say love, we often mean only emotion, romance, physicality, fleshliness. The Greeks had a word for this kind of love, eros, which is where we get the word erotic. Other times, we mean a vaguely healing, social coming together. We should all love one another, brother. That meaning of love is related to the Greek prefix phil, as in philosophy, love of wisdom, and Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. However, the Greeks had a third word for love, agape. This is the selfless, spiritual love that is described in the book of the First Corinthians, chapter 13. Love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Agape love is the love that seeks to care for what it loves, whether that is a child, a partner, the land we were given, the community in which we live, or the truths we hold to be self-evident. Agape love recognizes that we must become stewards, focused not only on the wrong of the moment, but on building a better future. You will find a version of agape love in all of the world's great spiritual traditions. The Buddhist writer Thich Nhat Hanh explained that love seeks to alleviate suffering. If you love someone, he said, then you cannot want them to suffer. So love must work to understand suffering and then to address the causes of suffering. Buddhist love is love linked with justice. In the Yoruba tradition, ethics are not rooted in the individual, but in the flourishing of the community. True love then includes respect, diligence, accountability, truthfulness, devotion, and loyalty. Love cannot be love without justice. The love ethic was central in the life of Jesus, defining what it means to be one of his followers. Jesus taught that you must preach love not by what you say in the pulpit, but by what you do, the actions you take from the moment you get up, from the time you rest your head on the pillow. In the book of Matthew, he chides his followers for failing to understand the complexity and beauty of his mission with a story. He shares the imagery of when the son of mankind comes in glory as a king and describes the king speaking to his followers, saying, I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. His followers object, asking the king to tell them a specific occasion when they failed him in one of these ways. And the king replies, truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of those, sorry, for truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. He is saying that the love ethic is measured by how we care for those least able to care for themselves, because whether they lack food, drink, clothes, a home, a community, medical care, or freedom, his true followers are those who work to drive out fear, address inequality, and confront the opposite of love, which is indifference and hate.
6: Thank you, Colette, and thank you, Matthew. It's great to have you with us today. For the last seven years, on the second Sunday of every month, some of us, sometimes it's five or six individuals, sometimes it's a few dozen, very occasionally it's a couple hundred. We've been gathering for one hour at a busy intersection near the Columbia Mall for what we call a Black Lives Matter vigil. We will be there this evening from 4 to 5 p.m. So I hope you'll be there too with your umbrellas and galoshes. For one hour each month, we stand on that corner with signs that say, Black Lives Matter, or Say Her Name, or White Supremacy Kills, or Honk If You Love Justice. We stand there and we visit with each other and we wave at drivers as they pass by, Many of them wave back, they honk their horns, they lower their windows and shout, Thank you! Some of them lower their windows to shout profanities, or to tell us we're stupid, or to make vulgar gestures at us. Once in a while, a driver will stop, loop back around the block, or turn on their hazard lights and just pause on the roadside, or pull into the parking lot and come over to talk with us ask who we are, ask if they can join us, to tell us, thank you for being here. Now, none of us who is there regularly believes that we are making grand social change with one hour of public witness on a suburban street corner each month. And truly, aside from the mood boost that our presence sometimes brings to some of the drivers who see a group of us out there, we're mostly not even there for other people. We are there for ourselves, to connect, to be a little bit uncomfortable, either because of the weather, like we will be today, or because it's a Sunday afternoon and we'd rather be on the couch or because of the unkind and sometimes threatening shouts we receive from those white drivers. Still, we hope that our presence is reassuring, encouraging, maybe eye-opening to some of the people who drive by. Even if it isn't though, this once once a month vigil is for us on that street corner an antidote It's an antidote to our own complacency. It's an embodied reminder of life beyond the bounds of our regular routines. Because for most of us, our routines involve agency and power and assurances of comfort and welcome and ease in the places that we inhabit. And the fact is that for someone who lives in the world like I do, On the most practical level, I do not have to care about others beyond myself. I have adequate power and resources to survive in a life that is self-serving, that is isolated, that is willfully ignorant of poverty and oppression and injustice. But that attitude conflicts with every internal and external impulse about what it means to be fully human, to be a member of a family and a community, to be a person of faith. I am called to live a life informed, as Otis Moss wrote, by agape, a love ethic, Reverend Moss is not the only leader who's reminding us of the importance of centering love, not just in our private lives and relationships, but in our public ones. For years now, the civil rights leader, lawyer, filmmaker, educator, Sikh American, mother, woman warrior, Valerie Corr, has been promoting the message that revolutionary love is the call of our times. On Tuesday evening, those of us who participated in the opening session of Howard County Courageous Conversations, for which the 2023 theme is Courageous Love, we viewed together CORE's 2017 TED Talk. In it, she argues that we must reclaim love as a public ethic, that love is the antidote to rising nationalism, polarization, and hate in the US and around the globe. And she says that when we pour love in three directions, toward others, toward opponents, and toward ourselves, then love becomes revolutionary. She argues that when we talk about love, much like we just heard from Otis Moss, we're usually talking about love of others, family, friends, neighbors, community, people we like that we rarely give adequate attention to the care that we ourselves need, nor do we consider the importance of considering the humanity of those beyond those immediate intimate spheres, including those, she says, who are our opponents or our enemies. But she argues we must cultivate a love ethic if we're to resist rising nationalism and polarization and hate. Then, when we look to our own Unitarian Universalist Association and see that in their report to the Board of Trustees, the leaders who've been working to revise and update our association's bylaws have proposed a statement of values and covenant that begins, Love is the power that holds us together and is at the center of our shared values. We are accountable to one another for doing the work of living our shared values through the spiritual discipline of love. This message, this call to center an ethic of love is ubiquitous among faith leaders, from our Unitarian Universalist leaders to Otis Moss, who's a Christian, to Valerie Kaur, who is Sikh, to Omid Safi, professor of Islamic mysticism and contemporary Islam. In in his essay about the relationship between spirituality and justice, this mystic, Safi, writes It's about bodies and spirits. If love is the vessel that carries God to us, then it comes to us through our bodies. We have to love the body, honor the body, cherish the body, and protect the body. Don't ask me about the mystical practice if the citizens of Flint have brown, goopy water. Don't go searching for a mantra if some of us are living under occupation or have bombs falling on them. Don't talk to me about love if a fifth of our human population goes to bed hungry at night. We cannot fill each other's hearts with love if our bellies are perpetually empty. If we wish to be one with God, he writes, we have to be one with one another. We have to want for one another what we want for our own babies. To love God, we must love humanity, he says. To love humanity, we have to address the conditions in which we live because the dignity of human beings matters. Structures and institutions matter. We are not isolated, insulated individuals, separated from the rest of humanity. A few of us could perhaps be so isolated and self-sustaining, but on the whole, we are not. And in this room, We are all by choice in a faith community, grounded in a tradition that declares that we are interconnected. We are interdependent with one another, with all of humanity, with all of life. And so if our faith is to have integrity, we have to, like Omid Safi wrote, be one with one another. We have to want for one another what we want for our own babies. And so we gather in this sanctuary on Sunday mornings, in small group discussions, in classrooms and at the Route 1 Day Center and at our little free pantry outside, and once a month at an intersection by the mall. We gather to practice expressing love in public. We gather to strengthen our capacity for justice-making beyond these more intimate gatherings we gather to develop partners in harnessing our power to make change. Because after the pantry is filled downstairs, after a meal has been served, after we've borne witness on a street corner, after we've learned a little bit more about our own privilege and power, then we also must act. Reaching out across barriers to build relationships, using our voices to influence changes among elected and corporate leaders whose power often dominates in oppressive ways. We act to, enter ourselves, to insert ourselves to disrupt mistreatment of black and brown bodies by law enforcement. We examine what it means to live in the suburbs and what is the consequent harm to those in cities because of how we live here. We feed our neighbors and we ask why they are hungry and we take action to make nourishment more accessible. And we accept that justice making is not just about what I as an individual person can do, but that our structures and institutions matter, that UUCC matters that where and how we operate as a congregation, and who is at the decision-making table, and where our resources go within and beyond this gathering, that it all matters, because justice is what UUCC's love looks like in public. During her lifetime, she died in 1989 at age 45, Pat Parker was a renowned poet and performer. She was African American, lesbian, feminist. Her work often drew on her experiences of growing up in poverty, surviving abuse and assault, and facing tragic losses from her earliest years. So as I close this part of the service, I'm gonna offer you a poem titled Love Isn't. This poem artfully weaves the connection between last Sunday's message about intimate romantic love with the call of Dr. Cornel West and other faith leaders who remind us we must also express our love in public. So here is Love Isn't by Pat Parker. I wish I could be the lover you want, come joyful, bear brightness like summer sun. Instead, I come cloudy, bring pregnant women with no money, bring angry comrades with no shelter. I wish I could take you, run over beaches, lay you in sand, and make love to you. Instead, I come rage, bring city streets with wine and blood, bring cops and guns with dead bodies and prison. I wish I could take you, travel to new lives, kiss ninos on tourist buses, sip tequila at sunrise. Instead, I come sad bring lesbians without lovers, bring sick folk without doctors, bring children without families. I wish I could be your warmth, your blanket. All I can give is my love. I care for you. I care for our world. If I stop caring about one, it would be only a matter of time before I stop loving the other. Let us remember that we mustn't care only for the one, because if I stop caring about one, it will only be a matter of time before I stop loving the other. Justice is love in public, amen. Will you now rise in body or in spirit? And we're gonna join our voices in singing, though I may speak with bravest fire.
9: I may speak with bravest fire, and have the gift to all inspire, and have not love, my words are vain, as sounding brass and hopeless game, though I may give all I possess, and striving so, my love profess, but not begin, my love within, the prophet soon turns strangely thin. Come, Spirit, come, our Control our spirits long to be made whole. That inward love by guide every deed by this we were.
7: The practice of sharing our joys and sorrows is a custom in our congregation where one can publicly and openly share a significant, meaningful event that has deeply touched their life. As I read the joys and sorrows that have been submitted this morning, I invite you to listen deeply and lovingly. We are made mindful of the sacredness of the ritual as we cast stones in the bowl of water. The ripples it forms symbolize how our lives touch one another. And during the music meditation that follows, those of you who are in the sanctuary um, are welcome to come up and drop a stone silently. And one final stone, please, for all that is unsaid but deeply felt in our hearts.
6: I invite you now into a space of prayer and reflection. Great and holy spirit of love, spirit of life, spirit of grief. May we feel the embrace of love as we live with the reality of lives lost much too soon, hearts broken dreams unmet, may healing come with our grief. May we have the courage to live our lives, even as it feels that a part of ours is missing. We're holding the awareness of so much loss and tragedy, both within and beyond our community, around the world, in Turkey, and Syria, in countries that aren't making the news. May each of us and all of us together do our part to bring love and healing and justice to this world. And may we be comforted and encouraged as we share a moment of silence to know our own prayers and to feel the embrace of love. Amen, blessed be.
7: Thank you both. Our closing words today uh, are the poem Benediction for the Heavy Heart by Mason Bolden. Good morning. I missed your good because a plane, because a truck, because a gun, because a cop, because a government, because of people suffering, because too many people suffering, because war, because famine, because some mornings are so hard to rise, to wake, to be a self. There is a pause here. There there is a deliberate cessation. I want a cessation to the noise in my head, to the ache in the collective heart of this world. When I was young, this seemed possible. When I was young, how hope seemed to spring eternal. I want to write about butterflies about the cracked edges of tree bark pressing like a holy mother into palms. I want to write about the joy of children's cries, about birth, about the arc of your smile, how I could lose myself in the corners of your sweet and grinning mouth. This you is you reading this. I want for your joy. I want to lose myself in you. I want your morning's good, your evening's good, all the late nights and sunrises and afternoons and moments pressing against the ticking glass of your life. Good. Breathe for yourself, for each other. Let us breathe in when others cannot, when we can do nothing else. Let us stretch ourselves open to embrace our friends extend our bodies outward to anyone willing to meet us, and even those we think may not be willing. Let us hold each other for this moment. Let us hold each other for this blink of human existence. And now, please rise as we sing the benediction together as we close out the service.
9: And now abideth faith, hope, love, these three, and the greatest of these is love. Blessed be.
2: didn't know all the ways that it would change I oh, would take